This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, what's up, Buzzers? You are tuning in to the After Show for Sex Education. It is the season's finales. We're breaking down episodes seven and eight it is prom night loads of sex drama drugs rock and roll liberating experiences and an epic final jerk off so let's dive into it you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz oh my god i cannot believe it is the finale that we're breaking down the last two episodes. Right. Sex education. We're going to miss it so much. Hey, what's up, Afterbuzzers? My name is Yasmin Tanres, and I am joined here by my lovely co-hosts to the left. Hi, everybody. I'm Tequila Jackson. And what's up, guys? I'm Imani Jackson. Hello, I'm Katie Thompson, even though I feel like I should be saying Jackson after all the Jacksons. <laughs> no, like, no, oh, man. I'm Katie Jackson. Well, right. today. <laughs> so today we're going to be breaking down episodes 7 and 8. We'll be looking at Otis and Ola, their development, as well as Maven Jackson, how their relationship is unfolding versus breaking, in a sense. And then Eric... Mm-hmm. Whoa! Mm-hmm. We also have a special segment in light of Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, Katie's going to throw you some Valentine's Day gift ideas, uh-huh, uh-huh. which is going to be great, and some nice, cheesy, cute quotes yep. that you should tell your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So, before we dive into our topics, what were your overall thoughts of the last two episodes? Starting off with you, to. Tequila, sorry. I think um, I was surprised at a couple of turn of events for some of our characters. Um, I think I'll get into that more once we start talking about it, uh, topic breakdown. And then um, I think I was excited to root on Eric for the most. Yeah, Mm. to root for him. Yeah, I was definitely surprised by a lot of things that happened in these episodes. Um, I was really excited that they did throw out some interesting terms regarding the vagina, which... I'm sure we'll get into. So yeah, overall, um, I enjoyed these two episodes. Really a lot, good. a lot of stuff happened that I thought would happen, and then a lot of stuff happened that I didn't. But the last two episodes went completely differently than what I would have thought as a viewer, which is something that I like about this show. Is everything that I think is going to happen kind of doesn't really happen in the order I think it's going to happen. It's not predictable. So I like that. Ah, that's interesting, because I did feel like, okay, I was glad, obviously I had said this before, I was glad to see Otis and Ola happening, that was going to happen, and then that we finally see Jean as well, falling in love perhaps, and um, Maeve and Jackson were kind of noticing some cracks there as well, and then, well, Eric, I love his strength that he's portrayed in these two episodes, Mm -hmm. and hey, I feel like we all kind of predicted what... Adam was gonna like yeah what was gonna happen with him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but let's first talk about 
the two O's. Oda is an Ola. Yeah. Ooh. So, oh. what did you guys? She was like, We're gassing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing we're gonna go over. Right. We want to get straight into the O's. There were a couple of those too. There, <laughs> were. there yeah. definitely were. So she um, ends up going to a school. Do you think she planned that? No, I kind of felt like she did. She did. I really? felt like she was just trying to get a look in a closer to him or see what his life involves or something. I don't know. I felt she it felt know? suspect to me. She knew what school he went to. Did they discuss this before? I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Sure. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was just random. Like some things happen that are just supposed to like happen for yeah. a reason. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably was just the case. Whereas like. She just so happened to be at his school, and then she sees him. Do y'all like her? Yes. Do, you, do like y'all want her? them to be together? No, but I think he needs to be with her because you have to think. Um, what is her name? Maeve. Maeve. Yeah. She's so experienced. And then you have um, Otis, who's not. And so he needs someone who's kind of on his level so that once he does get to Maeve, then mm. he's I like able the to put once it down. he does. Yes. I like the one because I'm not I don't I don't really like her. I, I I feel like maybe it's because it's keeping him and Maeve apart, which is why I'm not a big fan, but I'm just meh about her all altogether. I don't know. Why can't Otis have his time? <laughs> Maeve had Jackson and right. she was just having a good time. He's even sleeping but with I think her. I Otis needs a cheerleader, and I think that's what she's going to do and help provide him some of that self-esteem and self-confidence that mm-hmm. he needs because mm-hmm. um, he doesn't get this from his mother. I think Maeve initially was in it for herself. She figured out that, okay, this is a great way to make money. So then their friendship grew from there, but it was still her directing him to do this, do that. Okay, this is what we have at this time. So it was somewhere, somebody that needs to just help him be free in who he is yeah, and right. understands his quote-unquote weirdness and his uniqueness. So mm-hmm. I think I like them. I think I, I'm going to like them together. Yeah, All right. I mean, I, it's interesting how you pointed out um, about him needing like a cheerleader, mm-hmm. I almost feel like because she was, it's just something that came to my mind how you pointed that out when she turned up to his door. She's the one who actually turned up to his door to go to prom, isn't it? Him supposed to be going to her to pick her up, but then she's also wearing a man suit. So I yeah. almost feel yeah. like she's like the male in this relationship mm-hmm. that's basically like uplifting him. Because I, I feel like that's kind of like a societal role reversal there. She's just so much more stronger in, yeah. Like yeah. in every sense. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. he's like so finicky and yeah, like feminine right. in he's some little, ways. Yeah. But they still have those similarities, which I think like they're on that same level, which makes it easy for him to communicate mm-hmm. with her because you see that he relates her to like a goat. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> wait, that no, was it was the house cat. Then it was the goat. And then it was the house cat. It was so rough. I was, was sweating for him. Yes. Oh my goodness. And then she reveals herself that, you know, I haven't had sex with anyone either. So I think they're kind of still like, there's those similarities that yeah. make them cling to each other. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how it's going to work. It just, well, it's awkward. 
That's your like, like where is the sibling. like I I can't imagine them having sex in my head. Like, but like you know, I mean, it's like when you're at school and then you're going through these first time experiences. There are just going to be those like awkward sort of moments. It's like what we see with Lily. Yeah. And oh, the guy that she ends up oh, with. That was so yeah. sad for her. I felt so sad I mean, in that the, moment. The beginning was beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, wow, her sex game is way on another level than what I'm on. And she's in high school. I'm yeah. like, I want to have some magical alien. But this is all fantasized, though. Exactly. Like she thought she hasn't even had sex. This is just but what I she thought it. she wanted to do and how it was supposed to go until she was like, which. Retract was it? What she kept saying? Yeah. Retract, retract. 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 Oh, that's what safe <laughs> word. Yeah, but isn't that such a like that? I think they've done a pretty good job about this as well of showcasing what fantasy is versus reality, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her thinking that yeah, sex is great. It's meant to be amazing, and then oh god, like a girl losing her virginity, it's painful. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? I related to that moment. Not to like put my business out no, there, you're but fine. during that time, <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like her, like, throughout, before that moment, I would just fantasize, like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Well, because everyone talks about that. it. Like, it's so great. Everyone, it's so easy. Yeah, so like, I'm no, like, it's not easy. As soon as it was my turn to show out, mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna show out. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this see, is real, huh? So this is an interesting <laughs> point now, going back to the show, of having this need of an actual proper sex and relationship education that needs to be implemented in school. Right. Because it almost just seems like we're all, like, treading along thinking, hey, this is meant to be great, and, like, this is what adults do, and it feels amazing, Mm -hmm. and then we just don't really... We know the nuts and bolts, the the biology aspect of, like, this is a penis, this Mm -hmm. is a vagina, this is what happens. (laughs) But we don't really know, like... The realness of the relationship aspect and, and even the communication openness of it. Yeah, and that's what I think is really interesting as well as far as like the sex education component to it. Not too many of us women even know what vaginismus is, mm-hmm. nor do we know what vulvodynia is. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what vulvodynia is? No, explain to us, though, was. because I feel like yeah. it's very relevant. I mean, seeing that, okay, so the point being, Lily was the one who experiences vaginismus after not being able to let go. That's what it was. Not yeah. That's what how they explained it. But yes, coming so, from your background, what is it? Right, so... Well, and explain the audience you, what... Yeah. <laughs> many of you may not know, but I do work at a physical therapy place that specializes in pelvic floor, which is owned by Heather Jeffcoat. Shout out to Heather because she's really amazing and she, she helped women who have vaginismus, vulvodynia, um, urinary incontinence, all these many different things that women don't like to talk about because, you know, it's your vagina. And I think we talked about this in our last episode where it's kind of, you know, people are embarrassed to talk about their um, their pelvic region. So vaginismus is basically vagina muscle guarding. So all of the um, muscles around that pelvic floor are not working. So your your pelvic area is overworking. And then as far as with vulvodynia, that is like your vulva area is just in constant pain. So as you can imagine, if you're in constant pain, then that's no sex at all. So many women are experiencing painful sex and then they kind of... um, they don't say anything because it's kind of the norm to assume that sex is supposed to just be painful. But when pain is overriding the pleasure, then that's not okay. So just in case there's any viewers who may be experiencing vaginismus or vulvodynia, Heather Jeffcoat is over at Femina PT. So that's F-E-M-I-N-A-P-T dot com. So 
Yeah, what she basically does is she stretches their vagina area with dilators and she sets up home programs to stretch that area out. So I think that was amazing that they shed light on vaginismus. Yeah, I mean, that was like a point that I didn't even know it existed. I didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was. And that's like another thing that the show does a really good job of. And going back then to, because Otis got involved in this whole letting go scheme, like riding the (laughs) The bike bike. down the hill. (laughs) And I almost feel like, was that a sense for him to also liberate to let go. Yeah, you see, what is I the think... opposite of vaginismus? Like, not the opposite, but the on the, the gender, the other gender side. Yeah, it's interesting that you ask that because we do see men as well. I don't know the term for men, but some men experience complications as well. And penismus. <laughs> penismus. You can coin the term. Yeah. I mean, we might as well put that in a book somewhere. Let's put it in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare that we see men, but they do. Come Okay. Well, because he goes down the hill with her, and then at the end of the episode, which I guess we'll get to. Yes. But is it like he he came? Is that what we get out to? Well, we actually don't know happens? that. So okay. that's something we can say for our predictions to see okay. if he actually did come. Okay. However, before we move on, Taquila has yes. a very special message for all of you. As always, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help, though. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so we can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yes, chime into the conversation, especially what we're talking about now, Imani. That was really cool information that you just pulled out. And if any of you know anything or have experienced anything like this and want to know more, talk about it and connect with... To say your name, Heather Jeffco. Je- Heather Jeffco. Yeah, she's located right over here. So. Okay. Yeah. So very useful. Um, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like because we were kind of touching upon Otis's, you know, relief. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> <His> relief. <laughs> and I get, you know, I mean, the fact is that he did have to come back about this whole house cat and lion situation was that a very romantic gesture do you think he was like good at coming back in that sense he still he (laughs) overthunk he overthought it and so I think he that's where he kind of just started mumbling his words and messing up I think she was able to read between the lines he was essentially trying to tell her he loves house cats so he essentially (laughs) likes her like a house cat is more important to him than a lioness but it just went all the way left yeah um but no it didn't end up being romantic because he just he stumbled over his words and got caught up in his mind overthinking everything. Plus, he got yeah. the woman behind him smacking him and stuff. So yes. that's going to add a little pressure to it. <laughs> right. So that's where you're going to be clarifying, uh, clarifying for us, Katie, about yes. the quotes and things to say. Oh right? yes, oh so, yes. House cat is not. Ha- no, house cat is not. But also, my quotes are cheesy, so I don't know if you really want to use them because they're Ooh. cheesy quotes. Okay, but, I wouldn't mind know, someone calling me some. a house cat. I'll be like, meow. Don't you, you want to be the lioness? Do you want to be the lioness? the lioness too like okay. you told me like if he comes Start to me like house cat I mean I wasn't thinking about lioness so house, house cat cool and you're in high school you can be a house cat yeah when you're out of college and you graduate or you're in your career then that's when you become the lioness exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. maybe that's sure. how the cougar thing came to, to yes. fruition you know yeah. we were really just climbing the house chain of cats, cats. Okay, so, this is, so I say about men literally 
You've got to start like they're like puppies when you're in the beginning of the relationship with mm-hmm. guys, and then you turn them into wolves. Like mm. you know. Yes. So female cougars then. Yes. Um, so Jacob is definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So Jacob and Jean, that's happening. Oh yes. And but the one thing I had an issue with is that. Otis asked, specifically requested mm-hmm. his mom to not have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Which they, obviously, they just, <laughs> like, did. disregarded. I mean, he also requested that she give him some privacy. She's not going to do that. She's going to kick open the door. So she's not really going to listen. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that, I think, is the biggest thing in their relationship. And she got a taste of what it is to feel uh, ignored by him and to feel isolated from him. So mm-hmm. I think... Let's see, maybe season two that they still progress in their relationship, and so does Ola and Otis. Then, what does that look like for mm-hmm. all four of them together? Yes. You know, and then who's going to be the one to kind of maybe have to separate because of the awkwardness? Mm-hmm. Will it be Jean because she did initially say, you know, he is the love of her life, is the most important person in her life? I mean, so will she then back down? But you know what? It's mm. um, that's a really good point because I'm thinking. So if Jean and Jacob was to like separate, then you leave Otis and Ola. They may not even make it because they're in high school. But right. then if you leave Jean and Jacob, and then you have these two kids who had this like attraction, mm-hmm. it could work. There's some funny situations that like sister that. Brother? No, <laughs> stepsister, stepbrother. Like that's a little, okay. This is like <laughs> a weird porno. I was gonna say that's a new porn we haven't heard of yet. <laughs> what's going to happen in season two. So let's save that for our predictions. But then do you think that... Um, I just wonder why Jean also has... Because like, it's interesting how Otis was like trying to be his own person, mm-hmm. but he's still living at home. So to what point do you have to respect parents like what what they tell you to do versus being your own person. I think at that age it's easy to just you for you don't know how to respect your parents at that age because everything is like I'm becoming an adult. You need to listen to me. Like, you know, that's how I felt when I was his age. So, I it took me a long time to understand how to really like respect my parents. So, I feel like that's the thing that you learn when you get older in in that sense. Like, I mean, I always respected them, but you know, to that point of like when she kicks that door open and she's like as long as you're living under my roof, you're not allowed to do this, which I got from my parents all the time. So, <laughs> I, I guess until he moves away. Yeah, I feel like that's when he'll... <laughs> to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of moving away, we are going to move into Jackson and Maeve because Jackson at some point actually kind of gets away from home. Mm. Uh, first up, Maeve doesn't want to go to prom with him, but then he manages to, to, to make her go with him without the selfie without a selfie, what was it, that she imposed. And then um, we get more of a glimpse of Jackson's life, more heavily that both of his moms, especially one of the moms that sets a curfew, Mm -hmm. and then he's not, like, he doesn't want to abide to it. And he doesn't even acknowledge Maeve, how beautiful she looks, and starts to just, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. and and it's just, like, I want to get drunk. Mm -hmm. Do you think that was very selfish on his part or like do or or did he have reason to act in this way i think he was just self-consumed 
He's still, I think it goes back to what we just said last topic. I think there is a boundary. You start giving your children partial control at certain stages of life, depending on if you think they're able to hold them. So it's about the boundary of, yes, respecting your parents, but your parents also respecting the individual that you are becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think his parents don't. So I don't think, I was upset that he didn't at least say, oh, you look beautiful tonight, because she did. She looked so beautiful. But he was so consumed in his own thoughts of not wanting to be a swimmer, of not wanting to abide by this strict curfew, food and diets, and that all he wanted to do was just relieve all of that and he just wanted to find something to drink mm-hmm. to help alleviate his issues. Yeah, definitely. I see the same thing and I don't know, he's still young too, so I don't know if this is like his first relationship, but there's also the idea when I mentioned when we first was introduced to Jackson that he only seemed to really come super strong after her because she mm-hmm. was not pursuing him. Yeah. So I'm just not sure. And plus, the brother said himself that he doesn't think that he's for him. Mm-hmm. For, her, for her. For her, yes. Yeah. So that was interesting that he threw that out there. And he's kind of been a bit disrespectful, not respecting their relationship because he's just like, seeing Maeve is clearly annoyed by, you know, him pouring the drink and doing this, and he's still just, like, trying to get Jackson turned up. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, I just kind of... Because I feel like he's made such a hard effort to really try and get her. Yes. Um, And now it's got to the point that he's, like, oh, okay, like, he's really consumed within his own problems. And let's not forget, like, his moms might get a divorce and Mm -hmm. so I feel like he is going through stress and Maeve isn't really listening to him either. Oh, that's interesting that you put that out. That's what I kind of got out of it too, that she also is consumed within her Mm -hmm. own business and yes, he's won her heart in a sense but then I also was questioning, seeing his behavior, why she didn't stop him. She knew I'm, she's a smart cookie. I'm sure she knew that he was going to get obliterated and it was going to be a bad result. I don't think she cares. She was, no, she was paying more attention to what Otis was exactly. doing at exactly. that point. So yeah. whatever he was doing and how much he was drinking, it was just but not then her concern. I feel like almost that's something that innately he might have, or instinctually might have been feeling as well, and it's mm-hmm. almost like a cry for attention. Well, I think mm-hmm. that's all. I think he also noticed that Maeve was doing that with Otis, which is why he told on Otis for yeah, paying yeah, him the money did. and well, the whole situation when he was trying to get the guy off the moon, mm-hmm. and he, he was talking the man, <laughs> the, the little boy. Off the moon. I love that little uh, speech, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah. but yeah. he's seen that that attraction, that twinkly. I felt it mm-hmm. when I was watching it from. Maeve and how she was just, you know, those googly eyes is what we call it, right. and and towards Otis' direction, and then he caught it at that point, which I do think is why he did end up saying that Otis was the one to help him get yeah. Maeve, and, and I felt that also, too. He was pouring his heart out, kind of, because he was like, Otis, can you help me make Maeve love me again? Right. Oh. So then I was like, oh. But see, here's the thing, like, he will still say it, and he still tries because he even still like caught Otis's jumper underneath Maeve's pillow, mm-hmm. and yet he still like tries to be with her. Because you know what? Now that we're mentioning all of the problems that he's going through, maybe Maeve is like that comfort zone for him. So yeah. he he may not really, you know, he's so young. He may not really fully be super duper interested, but she's like an escape. Like, mm-hmm. even with her trailer park and all of this stuff, he's just like, I'm happy to be out of my house. Right. You don't even have parents in here. So, yeah. this is That's great. True. Which is why I think he actually liked her because, 
I don't want to say that she doesn't have no boundaries, but she's free. In his yeah. eyes, she's free to live a life that she wants to yeah, without right. her, her parents telling her to do this or demanding her to be at this place and setting curfews. And she's actually like living a childhood, which I don't think he's able to fully the way he wants to. Right. So I think, yes, he is, she is made a place of comfort for him because we see that when he goes to her house and kind of breaks down on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. also that was part of... To me, I seen was part of the attraction for him to her. And I don't mm. think Maeve. I think in reverse, she was just the one that is like, he's the golden boy, right. and I could never achieve that in her school status life. So it's like, okay, I must date him, or I should date him because he is the golden. What what do they call him? The head. The head, head boy. boy. Head that boy. one. The head boy. Sorry, <laughs> what do you call him boy. here? What's a head boy here? Jocks. A jock. Okay, so... I'm still like... I don't know. I've never used jocks either. No, me neither. But it's something that I do hear in American terms, and I just want to point this out as well, that actually in British schools, we do not wear these kind of jackets. This um, series, and I think it's been mentioned online as well, it's actually amplifying a little bit of an American sort of high school scheme, but putting it into a British context to really bring out some of the um, certain stereotypical notions that are out there. But I think they do a good job of, like, implementing the real awkwardness that actually goes on and not just keeping it so, like mundane, pretty and pristine, because it isn't. It's really ugly and yeah. hurtful. The times that you go through at, at school, high, high school. school. Oh, yeah, we actually. call it sixth form. Um, but I wonder then, as we were talking about Jackson and his form of comfort with um, Maeve, he does say to her, I love you. Yes. Yeah. In a state of being drunk. Mm-hmm. And then retracts it. Kind of. But does he? Okay, so that's my question. But then he like, brings it think... up again. True. But I mean, like, the next morning he's like, so I was really drunk, so, like, don't feel like you have to say anything. But maybe that's him being like, uh, you don't, like, he he does love her, but like, oh, you don't have to say it if you don't love me, and if you don't love me, I'll take it back. It was a weak segue of him wanting her to say it, but right. he mm-hmm. didn't want her to feel pressured or to end up putting his feelings out there and she say, I don't love you, and then feel bad while you're still cuddled up with the person you're actually in love with. Right. I think he just came off of his high of being drunk, and uh, <laughs> First time drunk, he realized what he could remember, yeah. and he was like, oh shoot, I remember that part, so let yeah. me kind of get a feel of where she's at, but mm-hmm. she's definitely I not I felt like I appreciate that from Jackson for actually acknowledging it. Like, at least he didn't just brush it under the carpet and actually said, hey, by the way, don't feel pressured to say it. I never said it. But then during their fight, when he's like, just, I mean, tell me, did you ever even love me? And she's just like, no, I didn't. Do we really believe that? That she never loved him? Yeah, because I don't. I feel like she she does. She just doesn't want to love anybody. But I also feel like she also loves Otis, right? I no? don't think she no, loves Jackson. No, not I, even a I little? I agree with Tequila mm. that, yes. you know, Jackson is like that golden boy. So it's like new for her. Like, yeah. okay. wow, this is interesting. Right. But at the same time, when you're in a relationship with someone you don't love, like, you're putting up with it. You're like, oh, he's cute. Oh, the dick is good. Oh. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay. That was the initial point for her. Yeah, right. that, that was the initial that point. True. But then okay. you're like, but... Let's and she just wants to keep being around her. He keeps yeah. trying to cuddle and wrap his arm around her while they're sleeping, yeah. and she keeps and moving she keeps it. Those little things. Yeah. 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 However, I feel like in the end... Oh, sorry, KG, you wanted to say something? I just feel bad for him now, then. Because yeah. it's just like, oh, well, poor... I'm sorry, man. Well, that <laughs> yes. sucks. You really liked her. You, <laughs> you're the, learning so much in high school. It sucks. You're dating people. Uh, He'll... It's the first time you're expressing yourself in so many different forms that you that is new to you. It's probably his first time waking up with 
a girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a trailer house and somebody school, else's. But yeah. that's really, that's a big step. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I was just going to say, I mean, in the end, I thought it was such a noble act of him to stand up to the head teacher, to Mr. Groff, mm-hmm. saying, if mm-hmm. you... I will swim if you do not expel Maeve. Yeah. Noble, because he doesn't even mention anything to her. And that's at the point that they had basically split up, that she had said to him, I don't love you anymore. That was strong. Mm -hmm. So to still go in there and be selfless and say, I will only swim if you let her stay in school, I thought that was a big act. Yes. I don't think he's a jerk. No. No. He's a very respectful young man and extremely handsome. So, I mean... (laughs) That was that was really nice of him to do that. that I, I appreciated is. that moment. Well, um, I really, yeah, I really wonder what's going to happen because ultimately he does win the race. However, Mr. Groff is a dick Ugh. to say this Arsehole. just because he will not. Arsehole. He will still go ahead and perhaps get rid of her. So we yeah. don't and know. And he says, forget about her. Bro, forget about her. What? You don't say that somebody who Mm-mm. likes somebody. You just yeah. let them make that choice. Can we talk about forgetting for a moment, if I can interject? Yeah. I thought that Adam was gonna like demolish his dad at the prom day. So did I. When he was like, I hate you. With I that thought hand. that was gonna... Yes, was like, and it wasn't... Ooh. It was there for a minute, and mm-hmm. it looked very intense. Mm-hmm. But then to see that they had the army guy, I guess, or the boot camp man, or whoever he was waiting for him at home, I felt so bad for Adam at that point. And then when yes. he begged his mom, like, please don't let me go. And she was like, this is what yeah. your father wants. But just like, oh, oh, it's so sad. The whole experience, because you could just see he's in, like, this depressed state, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's going to happen with Adam at this well, point. Yeah. It's Talking about... I would have took her dog back. Yeah. <laughs> Forget you, mom. Madam. Um, talking about standing up to fathers, Eric. Mm-hmm. Huge arc there within the last two episodes. He has transitioned from being a bad boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> creating drama at school, punching people, and then coming back to himself. And I wondered at one point, so he was on his way to church. Mm-hmm. And there was a man in the car. His inspiration. Was that a dream? No. That was real. That was real. Okay. That was okay. Okay, so you've cleared that for me because I was wondering whether that was him seeing himself further down the line, (laughs) driving this car through that road and being like, you get back into who you are. Exactly. And then we see this more prevalently in church, being he's being released somehow from, from this dark like force that he was in this cloud hey man <laughs> that was my favorite part too because once he seen the man I was like yes Eric's back I yeah. expected him to go get fancy and go to school and just show out and be the Eric that we were used to and yeah. I'm not, not I'm did. glad that he went to church yeah but that was the turn of events that I was like oh oh, he's at church okay yes. that was a whole 360 from what I thought that just like opened up the pearly gates again it for did. him mm-hmm. and he looked phenomenal for the yeah. prom right oh, yes. he does oh yes and and so he ultimately is just like to his father, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And his father opens up for the first time we see this. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great moment. Mm-hmm. And I do I do think um, that Adam felt attracted to Eric because of the fact that he's able to stand up to his father. Because you see that mm-hmm. exchange of glimpse there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or... 
or the fact that that's what he missed because you also see tears tears in his that's, eyes too. Yeah, it was that a was father a thing. that was understanding, loving, and comforting, and still was allowing you to be you. Yeah, I think so. Maybe mm-hmm. we're we're gonna see um, Adam's father. Like maybe we're gonna get his story. Well, that's my prediction for the next season. <laughs> but what I do want to go back into Eric's outfit that he wore to the prom. Yes, um, being that he is, um, I believe they're Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so that was um, I think his outfit was him embracing his identity as like a Nigerian oh. and a Ghana I don't know how you would say it but I think that was a Ghana um, garment so oh. fabulous very yes. well put together put it together and I feel like that interaction with the guy that pulled up in the car with the fabulous nails I was looking at the nail colors too <laughs> yeah. and the earrings yeah everything yeah so that was what I would say is like how do you pronounce it? Synchronicity. Yes. Where like the universe mm-hmm. is trying to tell you, God is trying to tell you however you would like to look at it. Yes. He needed that moment. Mm-hmm. And just seeing him finally break through in church, we've already been seeing glimpses of black Jesus, which I love that they've yes. been putting those images in there. And so to see him like have that moment and then finally release, like that was just yes. Well, talking about release, then Adam <laughs> is locked up in a room with Eric and they get really centrally jiggy into it. Mm-hmm. Look with, at us all I here. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one thing that I want to say, I appreciate the show as well, really throwing in so many different dynamics of personalities in here. And Adam ultimately is the bisexual character here in the story. And But did you see that coming to that extent? Because mm-hmm. I would say I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the beginning when uh, Amy was in the bathroom watching him fight sticks with the guy outside, mm-hmm. I was like, you are going to be gay. Or <laughs> you are going, I was like, you're going to have did. sex with a guy or say you're going to make out with somebody, something's going to happen. Because I figured his penis didn't work because he wanted another penis instead of a <laughs> vagina. But maybe just once both, and that'll be good. So yeah, we don't. No. You know? Yeah, both ways. <laughs> but I saw oh. it coming. Boy, it's so sad because Eric is watching him leave like, oh, I know, on that bike. Oh, yes. <laughs> you must never put Yes. <laughs> I think the, this, the way that this scene was shot, and I'm probably going to break it down for a little bit, but it disappointed their whole interaction for me because they are in a tuffle. And I understand that. But then in the midst of that tuffle and you're upset and angered, Eric spits on Adam, then Adam spits on Eric. That part to me, because spitting on people, period, is disgraceful. I yeah, know. Uh-uh. Don't so be spit on each other. That's not no, play. It could be. It's yeah, not in my sexual life. People are spitting in no. mouths, okay? Mm-mm. I will, no. So that's that what they are in, in my head, in my mind. And then you go into that's kissing. That's for another, another day. <laughs> yes. And then they went into kissing. And so I missed the compassion that should have been there because of my disgust for the previous the spitting on each other and then you decide to get, like they it's, just messed just it up a, all for me it's a pre-make out instead of exchanging the spit in the mouth they thought we're just gonna spit on each other's faces Mm-mm. and really get this going quick yeah. okay. that's real passionate you know like, well talking about passion and not when I can still see the spit coming out of Eric's face it and it was rough. Mm-mm. it was it was really see, thick they messed it, it all was, up for it, me it was like here yeah I missed it okay well talking about passion and the right things to say Katie uh, is yes. gonna get into a special segment. I definitely uh, can. Maybe start us off with the five Valentine's Day 
Yes. Yes. Uh, well, they're exactly what you think that they're going to be. Uh, I'll start out with number five. It's shocking. It's jewelry. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, okay. But usually oh, wait, the... What's number one? Okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I know. But like normally Diamond, I feel like if you get jewelry. jewelry on Valentine's Day, it's really ugly, right? No, like little, it shouldn't be. It's that, it's that little, it's that little heart, heart thing. It's that yeah. heart with That's the diamonds. Open. Yeah, I hate that heart so much. Does anyone I have like one on? Everybody okay, no, no one's one. got one on. I know, and I'm like, I, I have shoot. had one before, but yeah. I'm not even wearing my mm-hmm. necklace. No. Okay. Uh, number four, flowers. Which like okay, I, love I feel flowers. like they need to switch yeah. that around, yeah. but they're gonna die. So like then I'm sad, and then now I gotta throw out these flowers, and you know. But I've also Bunch never been given flowers. Me some new ones. Oh, no. I love mm-hmm. having yeah. live flowers in my room I because it's just flowers. so lively. So mm-hmm. buy me flowers every day. Okay, three. It's not really a gift. Going out. That's this was on all the lists, y'all. I looked at lots of lists. But that's everyday life. Especially you're in a couple, you're married, whatever your status may be. You but maybe you don't like, go out for dinner. Maybe you don't go out for, like, y'all. Maybe some couples yeah. don't. Yeah. Some people get very comfortable in yeah. Netflix okay. and chill all year round. So. <laughs> Number <Sometimes>. two. <laughs> like we're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number two is a greeting card. Oh no! Wow. How Unless, is that number two? Right, this list has to be reversed. <laughs> no, I know. That's, that's why I said what is list. number one. This was all the okay, list. Okay, what's number one? Candy. See, stop. It's so reversed. <laughs> it is so the wrong way. Uh, you can look though. It says it. All, I promise. Oh, who, what's the source? We'll switch it. AOL.com. I do not trust. Do not trust AOL.com for Valentine's Day gifts. Okay, but do let us know what Valentine's Day gift you would gift to somebody. If it's something different from Mm -hmm. what you what we've mentioned here on this list, it'd be fascinating to know. I'd rather get a robe than any of those things, or a a candle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't want none of that. Some money, make it rain on me. There you go, Imani. <laughs> All you gotta do. Okay. okay. some for you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. with the quotes then. Yes. Uh, so here's uh, a cheesy one, as they say. Love is the longing for the half of ourselves that we have lost. I'm whole. I'm, yes, a whole. whole. Yeah, I'm a whole, like whole love yourself holy. Yes. You don't well, need another half to add. Milan Kundra mm-hmm. is not not saying this. I'm butchering those names too. Uh, next one. Nobody has ever measured even poets how much a heart can hold. Aww. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, love is the joy of the good, the wonder of the wise, and the amazement of the gods. Okay, that's good. I like yeah. that one. Powerful. Yeah, that's not cheesy. I like it's that one. Also, the it's way I'm wise. reading these don't do them any justice. A little. So <laughs> it's, it's a little okay. rough. It's Say like it a real sexy. Sexy? Yes. Okay. Okay, next one's sexy. You make me smile. You Ooh. make me laugh. You are the one who cheers me up. When I am down, you pick me up. And when I frown, you turn it upside down. Was that Ooh, better? That that was good. Okay. I felt that, that song. I feel like that's a song too. Yeah. Well, if you just make it one, <laughs> yeah, and too. I will now stop torturing you with love stuff. But that's my love section <laughs> since Valentine's okay. Day is coming up. So well, yeah, they are probably cheesy, but yes. I feel like they are. You know, somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. Uh, some of the characters from Sex Education can take note or something, you mm-hmm. know, throw it out there. I don't know that they should for me, but I gave it my best. <laughs> All right, we're going to segue into some brief news, Imani. Yeah, so this news is going to be very, very brief, you guys. I just want to let you all know that season two is being um, filmed right now. Yes. 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 So we'll get to see... 
and the all, UK. Yeah, how this is going to unfold. Yeah. So, beautiful. Well, then, we do want to get into the predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> so, seeing that they are filming season two in the UK already... Katie, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen? Okay, so uh, I want to get rid of Ola. Uh, I want to put <laughs> Maeve uh, right in there. We're just going to get, just push her to the side. Um, I'd love to see Adam uh, come back, or like maybe he falls in love at a boot camp because there's going to be a lot of boys there. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought. Exactly, it's like heaven for him, maybe. Or he's going to get bullied, and we're going to learn another lesson from that. Um, and uh, I'm hoping to see uh, Mother and Plumber. Uh, really get at it uh, and that it's going <laughs> to be think we will. yeah all good because it broke my heart when she was like I'm sorry if I've led you on and I was like no you need to marry him you need to marry <laughs> uh, so hopefully see all of that and uh, hopefully we'll see you all next season too yeah Imani okay. what do you think Okay, so Ola's going to stay. But what's going to happen with Ola is maybe, possibly, she's going to unfold like Adam did. Um, Mm. Maybe she's going to be gay. I'm kind of getting, is it a stale? Yeah. Is that a stale? I'm getting a stale vibes from her. Um, One of our commenters on the live chat said that Ola reminds him of... Marceline from Adventure Time. Love TD. it. That was TD. I love it. And our comments. Shout out. But yeah, so I'm thinking that Ola's gonna stay and she's gonna come out because she's getting to know herself as well. And then as far as Jean and Jacob, they just need to be a couple. I feel like his mm-hmm. mother really needs it. Yeah. Um, both of them. Yeah, they both really need it. His He came out with such a yeah. deep story. Yeah. Right. So that's that what I'm sad. thinking is gonna happen. Yeah. And Adam, he might come back. Eric, maybe, I don't know what's gonna happen. Okay. I still want Eric to live, continue to live his best life. I look forward to yes. that right next season. Yeah. Um, I think that Maeve will be back. I think she's gonna be the top winner of that contest she wrote in for, and mm-hmm. the teacher who was even there in the um, room will help benefit or help her to come back, and that's gonna be a look for more Dale, so I think he's gonna have no other choice but to bring her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ola and I think I've said this before in a prediction. Ola and Otis are going to be each other's first. They're going to be each other's friends or relationship, depending on how it goes. But because neither one of them is uh, that advanced sexually, I think they'll be comfortable uh, exploring one another with each other. Mm -hmm. I like that prediction about Maeve. Yeah, because I was thinking as well. Otis will begin a relationship with Ola, but they're not going to last. He will go over to Maeve as she's expelled. He's also going to be helping her and supporting her. But I like the idea of her teacher actually getting her through this competition and then Mordell re-accepting her. I then feel like Ola and... Okay, there's a bit of a shocker. Jackson may happen. Just because there was a slight exchange of look at the prom. There was a really weird exchange of look there. And I just feel this because I also feel Ola seems to be a fixer. Just as her dad is a fixer, Mm. Ola, like... Because he, because Jackson's going to go through this whole notion of his parents breaking up, like going through the divorce, and then he ultimately is going to be able to find his own freedom, but that's not going to be on his own, and I almost feel like Ola's going to be the one that's going to be there for him. Hmm. Then Jean and Jacob. Jesus right now. Yes, yes. And I'm ready to get rid of her. And she's like, what? Okay, (laughs) no. Jean and Jacob are going to start a relationship, which is also going to be very healing, uh, but it's also going to be complicated, because I feel like her ex-husband is going to somehow infiltrate. Oh. Eric is going to start a church group Ooh, that is going to support all sexualities that have one. felt wow. repressed in yeah. the past. I love it. 
Yes. 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 Amen. I'll watch so that show. <laughs> I'll tune in. I, I clearly I'm thought about all of this. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> season two right now. Ooh, that's good. But hey, guys, anybody who's been tuning in, and obviously you can watch it, watch the after show on YouTube, listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and you can check us out on our social media as well. Chime into the conversation, leave your comments, let us know what you think is going to happen in season two, as well as what you thought of the entire first season and the character so my name is Yasmin Tanras you can find me at Yasmin Tanras on all social media and Tequila, where can we find you? Again I am Tequila. you can find me at Tequila underscore I am and Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock for The Good Doctor. And hey everyone you could find me, I'm Imani by the way, <laughs> you could find me at Imani Ajag and at ImaniJTV.com where I'm covering everything pop culture and I'm also having a radio TV and film event Ooh. so make sure you check that out. I want Come. You can follow me everywhere at Little Baby Kate to make sure to uh, listen to my podcast. See you next Tuesday on katiethompson.la, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thank you so much for tuning in. We won't see you anymore. Come on. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the host only, not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.